Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? You know, there are four stages of awakening to enlightened consciousness. And I just, I wonder, have you ever wondered where you are in your progression to the enlightened state? Because I've been working with people for 25 years now, helping them navigate through the process of raising their consciousness. Initially, I didn't know that that was what I was doing, actually. I was just trying to get them to a place where they were feeling more joy and more peace and more happiness and more flow. But it turns out that there is a place of oneness and peace, commonly known as enlightenment, that you can ascend to. And in this episode of Daily Enlightenment, I want to walk you through the four stages of awakening to enlightened consciousness. I want to help you to assess where you are now so that you can intentionally ascend to the next stage. My name is Matthew Ferry, and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. So let's start by taking a deep breath in together. Hold your breath. Hold it as long as you can. Close your eyes if that's appropriate. And if it's not, don't worry about it. Keep them open. Keep taking long, slow, deep breaths throughout this entire video and stay in the present moment with me because together I want us to release the stresses of the daily survival consciousness and concerns. And the number one way to do that is to actually set your intention for enlightened consciousness to flow through. So take another deep breath in right now and I want you to hold it and I want you to focus. Repeat this with me. Please set the intention for enlightened consciousness to flow through to experience purity of my own consciousness, to know that all is well, to embrace life, people, and circumstances exactly as they are. Please set the intention to release my need for things to be different, to practice total and complete acceptance of all people, in all situations, at all times, including myself. Take a deep breath in and just connect with the idea that all is well. Because in the end, all is well. It's only a perspective. And you get to choose what your perspective it is. You get to declare whatever it is that you want. Now, there are four stages of awakening to enlightened consciousness. And I want to take you through the four stages. Some of it you're going to be very familiar with. Some of it you might be like, oh, okay, this is new. And I want you to just pay attention for those moments because that's the stuff I want to invite you to work on in your own consciousness. So the first stage is one that we see all around us. It is the unconscious stage. And this is really a survival state. And in this state, you're burdened by uncontrollable mind chatter. The drunk monkey is literally ruling your life. Negative emotions are used as tools to get what you want. Uh, the hidden motives to survive literally rule your existence. It's not a very efficient state. There's lots of wreckage and damage and, and disasters that happen all the time. The, the level of integrity is very low. It's messy. It's not very elegant. But I'm just bringing that up in brief because I know you're not there. You, you wouldn't even be watching this if you were there. Okay, so check it out. Stage two is really consciousness. This is where you become aware. You have an awareness that you have been in a survival state. You have an awareness that survival states don't work for you and that destruction and negativity and anger and hostility are not really what you want to be feeling, what you want to be experiencing. This typically comes with a recognition that peace and flow and joy is possible. So you become curious 
about optimizing your spiritual inner state of being. It's all of a sudden you're thinking to yourself like, wait a second, it doesn't work. I just, I'm, I just wasted three days holding this grudge with that person. That was dumb. So this is conscious awareness. You have these sporadic moments of peace, but you're still pretty burdened by the drunk monkey in this stage. And that might be you. You might be aware now. You have consciousness, but the drunk monkey in your head still takes you out like nobody's business. You get down on yourself in this stage because you don't, you know, you can see you're not being effective, but there's nothing you can do about it, right? It's like you're judgmental, but you know that being judgmental doesn't work. You're negative, but you know being negative doesn't work. You have these outbursts of, of, of uh, you know, negativity or anger or hostility or whatever, and you're like, what am I doing? Or you catch yourself and you, and you try to let it go. And this is a very powerful place to be. You have flashes of revelation and, and oneness like, oh, wait, something else is possible. Sometimes I meet people in stage three, and this is what I would call high consciousness. So this consciousness, right, that's that first awakened stage. Then there's high consciousness, and this is where you begin to demonstrate an awareness of the survival mind, but mostly a control over the survival mind. And, and I spent so much of my career helping people in this stage, and I didn't realize what I was working on, but I knew that this drunk monkey in our head and all of this talking was really not going to help us accomplish our goals and get where we want to go. I was very success-oriented back then. But in this high-conscious state, there's an inner drive to experience peace. So it's like before, every once in a while you'd be like, oh my God, peace, wow, I, I didn't even know that was possible. Mostly I've been upset and feeling apathy or whatever, right? But in the high conscious state, there's this draw, this pull to do what it takes to experience peace. Now you still in this high conscious state, you periodically get sideswiped by reaction and negativity. You're still, you're still susceptible to that. But there's this inner drive to be harmonious. So you get sideswiped by negativity, but then it's like, here comes like literally following it is this drive to get harmonious again. So it's like into negativity, pulled into harmony, into negativity, pulled into harmony. You're kind of going back and forth when you're at this third stage where you're just in a perpetual sort of, of push and pull with the negativity. In this high conscious state, you start to have an awareness that there's something else going on. And I call that something else the hidden motives to survive. It lives in the realm of karma, pre-existing information in your information stream. We might call that information stream your soul. Whatever the, whatever the information is that comes through and is creating what you are, has legacy information in it. So you can get your mind to go quiet, but then all of a sudden you get taken out and greed takes over, grudge, victim, hatred. You're following illogical rules. You don't even know why, but all the, you just, you, it, the illogical rules make you unhappy, but you follow them anyways. You're aware of that there's something else underneath. And this is a very important place in your process. In this high conscious state, you start being delighted 
by pretty much anything, right? Any, it's like you walk into a room, you notice the, the, um, you know, nice way in which the room is arranged and you're like, well, you're overwhelmed with happiness. You meet some new person, they say a few things and you, you just have an incredible appreciation for who they are. Everything kind of delights you in this high conscious phase of your life. And there's an inner drive to restore integrity to your day-to-day living. So you know you're in this high conscious state because you are like, I'm taking on my relationships, I'm taking on my home life, I'm taking on my health, I'm taking on my money. There's no, no place for things that are unworkable. I'm going to restore workability everywhere and I'm going to do it in a ruthless fashion. And that's kind of higher up, right? So there's your, your first stage of high consciousness. And then, you know, you're on your way to this fourth stage. And you'll see on your way to this fourth stage uh, uh, of awareness, of awakening, you're in this ruthless drive to get everything into a place of order and efficiency and effectiveness, and if you don't, by the way, the possibility of you going into the, the fourth stage, which is what I'm going to call ultra high consciousness, if you don't actually get all that stuff working in harmony, it is very difficult to make the transition because when things are out of order, they pull you back into survival, your consciousness goes down. So it's like you ascend, 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 here comes something out of order, boom, knocking you back down again. You ascend, 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 here's something else out of order, boom, right? It's like money worries, relationship blowing up. So getting your life into an ordered state makes a huge difference. Now we look at our predecessors and our predecessors, the our enlightened predecessors, they just left society altogether. And when you leave society, what's pretty easy to have things be very organized and optimized because you ain't got nothing going on. But for people like you and I, it's it, it's not like you're going to be leaving society. I don't think you are. I, I'm not leaving society. I got kids. I got a wife. I got businesses. I got stuff. I got investments. I got, you know, obligations and family. I got stuff, right? I'm, I'm in it. I'm in all the way. And so I, I just have been in this intense investigation. How do I live fully in life, but do it in a, in a com- state of complete peace? And this integrity piece is so critical. Let's talk about the fourth stage. I, I have a feeling you're probably, you know, in stage two or stage three, but you might be in stage four. Let me just describe it for you. Let me see. Okay. Ultra high consciousness. This is the awareness of source in everything. You walk into a room and you literally see the energy and information. When I say literally see, I don't mean it's like visual. It's just like a recognition, right? So everybody has their own version of it. Remember, you have these senses. See, hear, smell, taste, feel. So you get, you, you get something's going to happen with those sensory mechanisms. Or sometimes there's a, what we think of as a sixth sense. I don't know what that is. But I certainly experience something like that. But there is a knowing that we are all one thing. There's a recognition of the infinite nature in all things. You see the innocence 
in everything. You see the beauty in everything. You look at destruction and disasters and victimization and um, and tragedy, and you it's you just like, oh my God, how beautiful. Now I know that that's disconcerting initially to think about, but your ability to deal with what causes other people to freak out, your ability to deal with it rationally goes intergalactic. I'm just making that word up. I'm being exaggerating. You know, I'm exaggerating a little, okay? But I like to play with words. You, your ability to deal with things rationally goes through the roof when you have no reaction. So you have this recognition that all things are the same thing. There's this unrelenting drive to recontextualize existence. So when you go into these ultra high conscious states, you look out into the world and none of the old definitions make sense anymore. And you start to use new language to explain things in a way that is much more benign or neutral. There's a natural desire to restore integrity, but at a different level now. So in the high conscious stage, you, you see, if I'm gonna to get to a state of profound peace in all things, then the environment itself, the world I'm living in, needs to be organized in such a way that it isn't knocking me off on a regular basis and causing me to go into a survival state. So you organize the outer environment to have more harmony and peace and flow. You bring things into a state of integrity and workability, but in your ultra high conscious state, it's a different deal altogether. You begin to see yourself as a multi-lifetime being. You begin to see, oh wow, this behavior that I'm that I'm displaying and this keeps knocking me off, this isn't a behavior that I learned in this lifetime. You start to see, oh, maybe there's other information coming in and you use your will to restore your integrity. In other words, you start to restore the integrity of the imbalances created by the hidden motives, karma, intentions, vows, pre-existing relationships that have nothing to do with this lifetime and yet here you are behaving through filters that don't exist or didn't come from this time. Everything, everything in your ultra high conscious state optimizes. It optimizes in your presence. When you put your attention on it, it begins to come into a state of order. When you focus on it, it might first destroy and then come back together in a more graceful fashion. Relationships heal. Projects that you are thinking about, things that were on the back burner, suddenly they come on the front burner because there is no fear. The fear is completely gone. Fear is, fear is a joke. The body still has fear, right? If I, if I walk into the street and there's a car coming and they honk their horn, the body still has fear. If I'm walking along and my son jumps out and, and you know makes a loud noise, my body, thank you, body. I want my body to, to be the survival optimized thing that it is. But fear, fear as a concept is gone in the ultra high conscious state. Mind chatter, it feels foreign. You, you know, you just go like, what? What's that? What's that? What was that? Oh my gosh, that's, that's my mind.
Profound peace is your normal state in this way. And negativity, you really see that negativity is, by its very definition, not real. It's nothing more than a label that you give to something. And if you're going to label things, you realize, well, wow, if I'm going to label things, why would I label it in a way that actually causes my system to malfunction and, and be degraded? So I want to define this ultra high conscious state because ultra is going beyond what is usual or ordinary. That's the dictionary definition, going beyond what is usual or ordinary. High, having a, not high, high, right? High, <laughs> having a great or considerable extent or upward reach, that's high. And then conscious, aware of one's own existence, sensations, thoughts, surroundings, fully aware of or sensitive to something. So if you smush all those things together, ultra high conscious, I would say it's something like excessively high awareness of one's own existence and sensitivity to surroundings. Now, when I look at consciousness in general, what I, what I am noticing is as you go up in consciousness, you are aware of more. Now, the moment you become aware of, for example, as you go way up in your consciousness, you become aware of this multidimensionality, that this existence that you're living in this moment is actually a, a, an experience of all of this other stuff that isn't even from this life. You get this multidimensional experience that starts to happen. So that awareness initially can be very disconcerting. And what happens is you shut it off or your consciousness diminishes because of a lack of acceptance. So your consciousness goes up, then you have to learn to accept what you see. And I will tell you, when your mind goes completely quiet, you start to see things that are not easy to contextualize and, 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 and think about effectively or explain. And that's not a bad thing. But what you'll find is, as your consciousness goes up, so many of your excuses and things that you used to have no longer work. And when they don't, it's hard to accept, which brings your consciousness back down. This is why so many people get stuck in the high conscious arena, because when they go into ultra high conscious states, let's say they're in front of their teacher and they go into an ultra high conscious state. When they get home, they can't deal with what they see now. And because they can't accept it, it brings their consciousness back down to the level they can accept. What you're aware of and what you accept, that's what that's the equation of what your consciousness is. So I got a question for you. First of all, where are you in your process? You don't have to put that in the notes, but what I do into the comments, but what I do want you to put in the comments is what gets in the way of you living an ultra high conscious existence? What's getting in your way? What do you need to work on? What do you need to be releasing or letting go of? Let's have some banter here. Let me, let me help you. Let me, let me give you some ideas on this. This is something that I've got a tremendous amount of experience in, and I'd love to give you some help. My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. And I want you to make sure and like this video. Will you please share it as well? Like it, share it, leave me a comment. Let's get this message out into the world. Will you help me do that? 
And when you like it, when you share it, and when you leave me a comment, that tells YouTube, hey, this is a video other people should watch. So it means a lot to me, but it also makes a difference in the world when you do that because YouTube will serve this video up to more people like you. And I really want you to help me get this message out there in the world. If you dig this, subscribe to my channel. I'll keep making videos for you. I got some ideas rolling around in my head. I can't wait to, to share with you. And I really encourage you to leave me a comment about anything, okay? So nothing's off the table. I am not offendable. There's nothing you can say to me that will actually offend me, okay? You can literally scream bloody murder at me if you want. That's fine. But I just want you to know I'd love to chat with you about anything that's important to you. And then finally, consider joining us over in the Spiritual Hooligan Facebook group because there's a bunch of people like us. We're all just rapping about these ideas. And so ask to join the group. We'll let you in. I'll put the link below. Thanks again for tuning in to this daily enlightenment. I appreciate you greatly.